this morning from the Mushroom Kingdom, WKBAD Studios, Wario K. Rule, Bowser, Andros Gan, and this is Video Games, a comedy show. I'm your host, Luigi Mario. We have this just in. Breaking news. A twist of fate sees Iggy Koopa walk free after the sex scandal of a century. The Koopaling was able to convince a jury of toads that, quote, it wasn't me in that room without my wife. Rather, someone had used a cappy to control my genitals. <laughs> Let me introduce the Zoo Tycoon crew to my right as a returning champion. And I'm so excited to have this guy back on the show, Mr. Jacques Maladou. Yeah. Magnifique. <laughs> oh, and then... Uh, the French Mario. <laughs> <laughs> Love that version. Yeah. Uh, I'm so excited to have this guy back on the show, back on the program. Mm-hmm. Um, he is a uh, he's the host of his, uh, of another video game show, a rival video, uh, an enemy uh, rival of, sisterhood, rival, rival sisterhood <laughs> uh, of the traveling games. Yeah, uh, Griffin uh, Davis. Yes, thank you. I've been having these weird thoughts like, lately. Is any of this for real? <laughs> I actually was like, so excited to play that because I didn't remember what I made for that. Oh, I I was I woke up this morning being like I'm excited for my drop. Yeah, the drop <laughs> is good. Drop uh, is good. Certified. Yeah, it's good. It's good to be back here. You know, just much like the narrative of the new Fire Emblem game. Mm-hmm. You know, we we I came on this podcast five years ago uh-huh. when we were but children, right? And now I'm here to kill you. Oh, that's how that game that's goes. That's interesting because now I'm here to sleep with my students. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> you say, well, we all get a little something out of it. Yeah. Guys, I'm just here to fish. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, uh, Griffin, last time we had you on, we had you, uh, obviously, you know, me, you, and McCaller, we were uh, script doctoring the new Death Stranding game, and we got that script to, I think, where we want it to be, mm-hmm. and now that is already in production. We'll see that in <laughs> November, yes. uh, the results of that screenplay. I'm very excited to just see the words come to life on stage exactly on this on the great theater stage we call great actors too you got some great talent working on that script yeah some of those actors are actually directors could you believe it what yeah uh Jacques, do you have you been following the death stranding stuff at all uh i mean i know the cast in it okay great yeah 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 yeah, guillermo yeah yeah famous mads famous motion capture artists guillermo del toro (laughs) nicholas wedding reffin oh i didn't know he was in it oh Oh. yeah the director of valhalla rising yeah Yeah. did you ever see the clip where it's um i forget the other director who did like um last picture show is talking to nicholas winding reffin peter bondanovich yeah and Mm -hmm. he's like nicholas winding reffin's talking about no it's william friedkin i'm sorry from the exorcist william friedkin Mm -hmm. and uh, he's like nicholas winding reffin refers to only God forgives as a masterpiece, and uh, William oh. Friedkin won't let it go. Incredible! <laughs> you just yes. like, you're like won't let it go. That's my boy. That's great. It's I love awesome. that. Yeah. Uh, where do you stand on the great Friedkin Reffin debate? <laughs> I'm on Team Friedkin, baby. Oh, you're Team Friedkin? I don't know. Sure, I'm, I'm kind of Team Reffin. You're Team Reffin. I like a Reffin. No, Friedkin's got the he's got the cinematic history, and he's a far better motion capture artist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but we're not here to talk about Death Stranding today. No, no, no. We are here to talk about The Legend of Zelda. We are going to be breaking uh, the screenplay to that video game series, basically having a, just a freeform conversation between us writers here, uh, what that would be like uh, if we, it was to go up on the silver screen. Um, and I want it to be loosey-goosey, guys. Mm. I don't want it to be. I don't want it to feel too stuffy in here. I want it to be a loosey-goosey. So can you do me that favor? 
Hell yeah, baby. Thank you, baby. I, I will try. <laughs> I, mean, I'm, I mean, I'm stoned. <laughs> like, so. All right, perfect. I'm stoned. That was my promise to you. Uh, but before, of course, we do our main event, we want to talk to everybody about what they've been playing. Sure, Griffin, yes. Let's start with you, buddy. I think you kind of well, already spoiled alluded, what you've been playing a little bit. I alluded to that a little bit. And, you know, I like to do a big narrative spoiler of a current game yes. at the top of the podcast with, with no... but. Yeah. But no warning. You, no I warning. do assume it's kind of my trademark. Um, but I, I, I do assume that uh, enough psychos listen to this podcast that have also put in over a hundred hours into Fire Emblem by now because it's been out for over a week. <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, shout out to all you psychos. That, yeah. yeah, shout out to um, the psychos. So I've been playing that. It's really good. Uh, I really, really like it. Um, unfortunately, it's one of those games where your characters eventually get so powerful the battles get boring, um, and mm. then it starts to feel like there's filler. Um, and, and I'm starting to be like, love this game, ready to see the end now. Because yeah. I'm just like so overpowered that I'm just like, I'm like one-shotting like everything. Are you playing on hard? That's the problem as I'm playing on normal because I'm traditionally an idiot. But yeah. this game is like, <laughs> right. is uh, classically an idiot. Yeah. Uh, but this game is a little uh, easier than I expected. So if I were to replay, I would definitely do it on hard mode. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I'm actually playing Fire Emblem too. I'm like, yeah. 32 hours or something in yeah. but i'm on like the second part sure and it's like yeah it's just one hit kills left and right yeah i think i'm not so i'm not at the time jump yet okay. i think i'm gonna just start over on hard mode on hard because yeah. i don't i don't w want that experience i might see i might not actually replay it three times you know right. what i mean like right. i might not have time to so it's like yeah. i want my first experience to kind of be that like i want to play it on hard but like casual mode i would argue it's healthy to not play it three times right <laughs> i would say maybe you're doing the right it just act. sucks because i do want to see all the con i do want to play all three houses it, you know what i mean it like, seems like the most interesting one to, to for me to repick is the one with the eat with edelgard for as, sure. as right. the lead because that seems right. to be like what what are the cinematics later that, yeah like, what is, yeah. like uh, you know yeah. like maybe those are interesting right and uh, but i'm a i'm a golden deer you're a same thing. Golden Deer, yeah, you're a Golden Deer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Golden Deer's all the way. You're only only sociopaths pick other houses. Definitely. Uh, let's yeah, let's be real. Yeah, and I was like, maybe Claude, maybe Claude might be low key a little bi. So let's yeah. check this out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I know. <laughs> he definitely puts that vibe out, and then <laughs> yeah, it we're, all, we're all like, come on. <laughs> yeah, and, but then it doesn't like pay off. No, that sucks. I think most of the heard, you. most of the romance stuff does not pay off for me in a, in a satisfying way either. So that's gonna be an unfortunate ding from maybe keeping it from game of the year um yeah. my, 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 my last final thought is after the time jump everyone gets so hot yeah every <laughs> single character even Raphael, insane Dude, he, he was already hot he was already hot but but but, he, but, but hotter but yeah, yeah, but yeah. because some people become personality hotter yeah. it's like after yeah. the time jump there's this like scene where every character reintroduces themselves they're way hotter some of them have <laughs> long hair and even like the, the like the shitty characters like um uh, like who's the guy? He's like I'm Gloucester. Like Ferdinand. Lorenz. Lorenz. Oh. Yeah. Even Lorenz comes back, who's total piece of shit. Comes back mm -hmm. with longer hair, and he's like, "Yes, I was kind of a dick to women before, but I mm -hmm. respect them now." <laughs> and it's like, "Oh my god, everyone's right. improved." Here's Lor the thing: Lorenz' haircut sucks. Yeah, right? that's the one that has it gets like better. the egg yeah, shape. He gets thing. better. He okay. gets better. Good. Did you think Marianne was more attractive when she was more of a train wreck, or not? Like, where would you, where did you fall on that? I uh. Um, Did you like her when she was more broken? Or? <laughs> okay, this is gonna say this a lot a, about you. This Griffin. is a trap, and yeah. I accept it. <laughs> um, 
Uh, I think uh, she's she's one of them that didn't get a, a major makeover. By no, opinion. yeah. No she's major makeover. She's a dark one. Um, yeah. But yeah, but other than that, uh, I've been playing Overwatch again because oh, everything yeah. just changed. I got a, I got an Overwatch sound drop here. Oh no! Great. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Who ex- is that? I don't know. <laughs> is, that, is that the kid from the cinematic? Maybe. I like to think it's Parappa the rapper. <laughs> uh, who's uh, who? Uh, what's the change okay. about Overwatch? It's the biggest change since the game dropped. Great. Um, oh, interesting. So. Since the beginning of time, you've been able to choose any combination of class and character in 6v6. Mm-hmm. Now, they're forcing it to be two tank, two DPS, two healer. Oh. They're forcing you to do that in every game mode and in the eSports League. Yeah, And you would think that's confining, but actually it's the exact opposite. Uh, because what it does is it breaks up all the metas because... You could just like there was like a meta that was going on in the esports. I was like, oh, everyone just picks three tanks and three healers, and it was really boring to watch. Yeah, Uh, and only like eight out of the thirty characters were like played in like in like esports. So like most games, you know, when you get to an esports, it's like everyone everyone's only playing Marth. You know, like that kind of right. But so this breaks it all up. So the matches have already gone way more fun to watch Mm. on the esports level, and there's like which it's more commercially viable for them. Yeah, Uh, and then also just. Me as a, someone who plays a healer, like I hate when I pick a healer and like everyone else picks DPS. We have no tanks, mm. no second healer. Right. So it's just like it's healthier for people like who are playing normally, and it's like more interesting for esports. Uh, but it makes the game harder because now mm. you have to like know the mechanics of the game. Right. Yeah, uh, so it's, it's big. I love. Th- okay, so you're on board with this. I love it. I love that. I, okay, and who do you? Who's your main? Like when if you're gonna pick a healer, I do a lot of healing. I've put over 200 hours into Mercy. Oh great, uh, Mercy's which good. is yeah, but she's never like a top meta uh, class pick. But I never get high enough in like the tiny brackets for that to matter. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also play a lot of Moira, which is more of like a damage healer, and yeah. she like teleports around and I'm really good at that. She's like, one of the newer stuff. characters. She's one of the newer yeah. characters, but there's been like 10 characters since her now. Oh, yeah. Um, but anyways, I love the game. It's the game I always come back to. Uh, it's it's great. It's yeah. great. I always uh, it's it's always between that and Destiny for like mm-hmm. games that I will constantly kind of re- be returning back to. I'm always mm-hmm. like uninstalling one to reinstall the other because I don't got a lot of space on that PS4. You know <laughs> what I mean? uh, once I installed Red Dead 2, I mean, that was it for my hard drive. Oh, like yeah. I yeah. never finished it and it just sits there at 100 gigs and it just makes me feel so fucking guilty. <laughs> but also so fucking good. And also so yeah. fucking good. Love That's it. a nice horse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jacques Maladu, what have you been playing, my 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 sweet bud? I mean, I've just been saying it, but just Fire Emblem, really. Just Fire Emblem. Just pretty much just, yeah, no, literally just Fire Emblem. That's great. It's been great. That's uh, plenty. It's yeah. enough. I it's d- such a good game. It's a perfect, beautiful game. Yeah. yeah. I think... Uh, I still like I still dig in it, even though I think my units are overpowered. I think there's just too many systems. Like I think they literally said no to nothing. Like they put up the whiteboard and just like mm-hmm. wrote all the stuff and they were like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what is it like adjutant characters who can work with your character and you're like yeah. in addition to battalions, in addition to yeah. I'm like Sidekicks. Yeah. yeah, it's almost like it's too many factors for me to juggle. Right. But And also it makes you overpowered because like it's the Kingdom Hearts 3 problem where there's like eight different attacks that you can do at once and they're all overpowered. Yeah. Right. Uh, and it's just like, oh, like pull it back a little bit, make it harder. Like the reason that we like these like top down strategy games and like 
like XCOM 2 is great and remains hard for most of the game. Yeah. Even though your character or means the same difficulty level. I right. think I'm going to just do the I'm doing the hard mode. Uh, I think yeah. I'm going to do it. And I think it's a direct appeal to get a, as big a North American audience as possible for this game is sure. why they made it that easy. Uh, but yeah, it, it ends up being like, OK, there's so many systems. I used to love the systems back when I was like weak because I was like, I need every system to save my children. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. Is anyone playing it on like the Fire Emblem? I played on classic mode, which is like if a character dies, they're gone. Right. Yeah. But you have the time. Back. You have a, like ten rewinds. It's yeah. crazy. So yeah. it's like I think the most I've used is like four. When do you get that? When do you get the rewinds? Is it like kind of right like off five the bat? hours in? Five hours in. I think I have it, and I've never used it. I don't know yeah. how. Yeah. There's a lot. There's... I I just need to restart that game, but I love it. I still love it. I yeah. I, I am probably like fifteen hours into it um, myself. Have you been playing anything else? No. Yeah. Literally nothing else. That's no. great. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that is like literally my number one news. My number one news bullet is people are still going crazy about that fire emblem. So I mean, it's like it's like it's a thing. Uh, I've been I've been not playing Fire Emblem. I went on vacation recently, and you think that'd be a perfect opportunity to play Fire Emblem and get really far and good into it. Definitely not what I did. I went on the eShop <laughs> and I bought the original Doom <laughs> and uh, Turok the Dinosaur Hunter. Okay, and I've been just playing those. And uh, then something crazy happened to me on my vacation. Um, I'll talk about those games in a second. But I, my sister and my niece got me into Minecraft. Oh fuck. What? For the first time. I've never really played Minecraft before. We played a four player local co op uh-huh. in a Minecraft <clears throat> world. And if you buy it on Switch, they have Mario skins for everything in the game. So <laughs> nice. I was running around as Waluigi building my little house and like some of the enemies were like creeps but they were in the skin of like a like a koopa sure whatever they still look blocky though they're still blocky yeah Yeah, everything is super blocky uh guys that game is fucking wild that's a wild ass game i it's unlike anything i've ever played have you guys had any experience with minecraft so bored every time i play it yeah so bored i'm like look at it i'm like what is this why are people playing exactly yeah every time i looked at it i just had had no interest in in diving into that um but it's the closest thing I would compare to is like a Stardew Valley, huh, where right. it's like you start out and you're like, I have nothing. I have to start getting stuff. Yeah. But then like I would say like two hours into building your very first like house to like keep yourself sheltered from like goblins and weird shit, you're like, I think I could make this house bigger. I think I could like right. put on a little uh, extension. This I can build a balcony up here. I uh-huh. mean, I, and and suddenly you're like learning the systems of the game and like. Wait, if I combine these two things, I can make a torch. Well, then I can light up this whole underground area. You know what I mean? It's like, like suddenly, like you're thinking about the game in terms of like what you would actually do if you were in the game as a a, survival, yeah, scenario, a a survival scenario. Yeah, I mean that's a good way to put it. But it's still a game. Like Mm -hmm. there's still Mm -hmm. things coming to get you, and um, like. There was an enemy that I found that was like the like a really close approximation to like a Slender Man, and okay. it was legitimately <laughs> terrifying. Like the enemy just stood in the woods and oh, it that. wouldn't do anything to you unless you looked at it directly. That's and a Slender Man, and it saw oh, you. God. And if it and if you lock eyes with it, it then will not stop following you until you're dead. Huh? Okay, so there's like content 
like that seems like content because whenever I play the game, I'm like I'm just staring at like ugly blocks, and mm. I made like the ugliest house in the world. Right. <laughs> and this is right. It. Right. right, but there's there's tons of stuff you can do in it, like that s- keeps unlocking. There's a procedural and, world out there uh, for sure. Yeah, okay. and I and like I mean I don't know. Within like a few hours, like we were being attacked by like witches and like weird huh. stuff. It, it 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 suddenly becomes I don't I mean there's no Spend other way to describe it other than incredibly cathartic and right. relaxing. What do you think is like with this like rise in games like like Stardew Valley? I remember I played it. and I played like sixty hours of it, but like. I didn't enjoy it as much as other games. Like it was oh, almost sure. like, it was almost more like compulsive. Yeah. Playing it and then time would pass. And then yeah. there's like the games like Minecraft, which are the same thing. I feel like it's not like when you play Bloodborne and it like takes something out of you Mm-mm. and you're like, I can't play this for three hours in a row. Or I found. But yeah. I'm like, <laughs> yeah think it, you're not elite. Yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. I mean, but I it, could play Bloodborne all day long, but I get what you're saying. I think it's because uh, a lot of video games, their fundamental <laughs> core is about the act of cleaning. Um, mm. like cleaning up a space, mm. like, like either way, even when it's killing guys, you're like cleaning the level of the guys, mm-hmm. you know, right? Like, like good games, like a game where you're like, oh, like this farm is a fucking mess. My grandpa was a shit farmer. <laughs> yeah. uh, he, I mean, look at this place yeah. right. and he's right. going to come back as a ghost and judge me. Yeah. Sure. Fuck that guy. Yeah. But, uh, it's like, I need to clean this space cause it looks like shit and like, oh, it looks cleaner. It looks like more aligned now. I don't, I, I, I would actually ask the question differently about Minecraft. Like why does it to to me look so boring like that's my that's a a bigger question for me because it is just like every other game learning systems mastering those systems and seeing like the literal fruits of your labor like like there's a thing about like say bloodborne where i guess you're accessing new areas and completing different tasks and getting these like milestones but minecraft these those those things are all literally simulated in front of you Mm -hmm. like you see a direct result for like your labor, right? Right. As opposed to Mario completing a world, it's just like done now. Right. It's not like Mario gets better armor or you know what I mean? Like so it 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 it's so strange that to me even in my mind thinking about Minecraft seems boring. But once you start playing it, it's it it suddenly becomes something different. I would strongly recommend the game, especially if you're like just need to chill out in that same in that same way that Stardew Valley works for that. Right. On the opposite end of the spectrum, Doom is not a very chill game. Uh, I I still lots of building. I'm I'm so yeah lots of building. Uh, I'm so it, it's so much fun. Um, I I had forgotten how much fun Doom is. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It's been so long, yeah. It's been so long. It's such a beautiful looking game on the Switch too, like playing it uh-huh. in either handheld or in like docked mode. It like it it has like this like this quality to it that has never I, I you just don't find it in any other FPSs at all where it's just like it's so fast, yeah. it's so unprecise. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. it, but it's like I don't know, it's just so it's it's such a rad game. Um I I don't know. I just I it, it was like a total trip going back to it. That but Bethesda shit sucks, by the way. Yeah. That like fucking having to sign into your Bethesda. I think account. they finally made the update. Oh. Uh because it fucked up for me like two days I'm ago. I'm too busy signing into my Uplay account. <laughs> <laughs> Guys. Dudes, it's it sucks, man. It's like it's like uh I I, I, I like put my switch to sleep, woke up the next day, turned on the game, and it was like 
every time I'd walk like four steps, it kept saying like, you're not signed into your Bethesda account. Please sign in. You're not signed into your <laughs> you're Bethesda account. You're a bad boy. I had to close out of the game. It, it was so fucking wild. <laughs> sign up for the marketing emails. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can kill these demons. But, uh, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. I love, I, I'm excited to uh, finish Doom. I'm excited to get into Turok because I played just a little bit of it. I was like, oh, this is this is terrible. But like, uh, it's never, like, never played it. I remember like not loving it or something. No, like, I hated it as a kid. <laughs> I hated it as a kid, but I was excited to get back into yeah, it. You know, yeah. like, and, uh, and then like, I, I'm excited about that Ion Fury game that's coming out. I think that's like where this is all leading to is like that yeah. throwback FPS. Huh. It looks good. Um, it does look good. The Turok for me was always, you know, you guys, when you go to GameStop and there's that one game that you just don't know, but you just like some games shall remain a mystery. Yes, 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 yes. And that, for me, was one of them. Yeah. I was like, I will look no further. <laughs> <laughs> I call that the Assassin's Creed. Really? <laughs> yeah, I've never played one, never ran around in that that's world. That's actually kind of fine. Just yeah. play Black Flag. That's the only good one. I've heard, I mean, I've heard that's great. Uh, if I have time someday, like if I'm retired, yeah. uh, I might I might like go play <laughs> Black Flag. Settle down. But it is one of those things where it's like, I think, I don't know if you brought that up on our show, but like someone at one point said said like, I was like, I was like, I just don't, I just, you know, don't have any interest in getting into that game. They're like, that's great. Like, just knowing that is great. Yeah. Because then right. it saves you so much time. Like, there's right. so much stuff to play. Don't play something you're not super excited about. Guys, we got to get into the news. We got to go. Uh, so, uh, sad pe- news. People are uh, still going crazy about that Fire Emblem game. <laughs> Uh, it is like it's like all anyone talks about on any podcast I've been listening to. It's like a bit mm-hmm. in the news a ton. Yeah. Um, I think that that's great. Does anyone know like sales numbers for Fire Emblem? It's the best selling yeah. Fire Emblem game in American history. Three hundred copies sold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, can't do better than that bit. Okay, uh, the Halo Infinite director leaves the company. Do you hear about this? <laughs> Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? <laughs> good. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know why good, but uh, are you not a Halo guy? I, I am a Halo guy, but like this isn't Halo. This is some like this is some fake ass like beating a dead horse Halo thing. Like Bungie's gone. Yeah. Like this Halo right. stuff doesn't work. Make your own thing. It's embarrassing, guys. Yeah. It's sad. There are so many people that work for you that have imagination. Kill yourself. Kill <laughs> God. That guy oh, made the no. right decision. He's like, this oh, is no. like this is stale <laughs> as fuck. What we're doing. This is gonna be some like right. shittier version of Destiny. Yeah. Uh, and it's not gonna be that great. Uh, and the gunplay isn't gonna be as good. Yeah. Um, I'll never forget playing Halo Five for review and uh, being like, I can't believe how much this sucks compared to Destiny. Like how how like Destiny has just like completely yeah. left halo behind right. in a in a way that it was it's like not about the because it's not about the franchise's name it's about the people who make it right it's not it's about like, the character of master chief yeah which, master chief, does, <laughs> master chief yeah. does not make the game he's lazy as fuck he yeah. doesn't show up for any meetings which you know honestly i think if they had just made less halo games maybe i'd be excited for like if they had just made three and now they were coming out with infinite Maybe you know what I mean. There'd be a little bit more because I do like Master Chief. I think he's a cool design. I guess sure. As far as Space Marines yeah. go, yeah, thick, thick uh, marine. He's yeah. thick. Uh, yeah. he's, he's bulky. It looks like every part of him is uh, cargo shorts. Right. Like, yeah. He's the like, cargo shorts of like, Space like there's Marines. Like po- weird, weird, bulky, yeah. like metal cargo pockets up and chunks, down yeah he's got it's like chunky. dental floss in his kneecap holder one of the only stuff. characters where i'm like yeah that's where the ammo goes 
Right. <laughs> uh, is Peter Jackson still making the Halo movie? Oh, hell no. No, I don't know. <laughs> Do you remember Maybe. hearing about that? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's like, this isn't going to happen. It's, I feel like it's been passed around a lot right. uh, to it's different tough people. about these characters that don't talk. It's like, what do you do? I yeah. Mean, we're going to find out that today, I guess. Honestly, an yeah. open world Halo game is kind of just Destiny, which is like so yeah. shitty. Like, I, I would actually prefer not open world halo i'd prefer super linear give me a great story halo because that would differentiate it from destiny which is a not a good story not a not a st- i don't even know what the story of destiny is and i've played the shit out of destiny too right you know what i mean yeah and look, everyone's gonna try to come at destiny and everyone's gonna miss and yeah. it's gonna and it's so fun to watch actually but, but just because <laughs> it is a great fps doesn't mean you can't make other fps's and they be their own thing sure uh, Halo could be its own thing, but this doesn't feel like a, a good direction for it. I, I got a piece like of news. Yeah. Apparently, on this subject, apparently the creator of Time Splitters is joining with that company again, and there's talk of a new Time Splitters. I know. Yeah, I heard about this. So, Have you guys ever played those? Yeah. Uh, I did. Yeah. I didn't. I missed it. But it was like on the GameCube, right? PS2. PS2 GameCube. I think there was also a GameCube yeah. one. I, I, I have vivid memories of... It's like a fun arcade first-person shooter. Not like... Incredible, but had like good multiplayer. Yeah, yeah. What, what what would you compare it to? Is it sort of like a perfect dark type game or like yeah, but like fast, like really way fast. It was like really like fast. quake, yeah. quakey. Yeah, yeah, kind of like that. Yeah. For sure, quake. Yeah, personality list, but fun. You know, and it, yeah. had, it had a little time distortion thing, right? Yeah, like you could like go backwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and the company that bought Time Splitters, because I remember when that happened, when that like acquisition went down, and it was like because they bought it for cheap, mm. right? Who is the company that bought it? Do we remember? <laughs> we fucked up if we remembered. Yeah, <laughs> if you did remember, yeah. <laughs> THQ Nordic now owns Time Splitters. Oh yeah, yeah. THQ still going strong. Yeah, after that whole eight chan debacle, you'd think they'd uh, <laughs> hang it up. Were they, they part hit. of eight chan? They do. You, they, there was this story that came out. It was earlier this year, I believe, where they uh, they did an AMA on eight chan. Mm. Somebody in the company like fucked up royally oh, and no. like and like scheduled this big eight chan like hangout sesh and. Uh, it just like it went how you think it would go, where everyone was very upset. And the THQ was like, "Yeah, we got a lot of uh, player feedback from every school shooter <laughs> yeah. uh, in America." Yeah. Like, uh, exactly. Yeah, it, 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 like they don't play video games, somebody, but they were on the forum. Somebody in marketing got hella fired uh, for that. <laughs> um, but you know, I mean, what it it to me these days, I'm just like happy when a game company doesn't do something terrible racist right. misogynist uh uh yeah well let's set the bar super low yeah the yeah. bar is very low um <laughs> you should be able to trip over the bar and be like, oh like someone should put a sign here <laughs> warn people about that. yeah uh, a sign that just says bar yeah at least um okay so we have the uh i this is another this is not really a piece of news i just have it kind of in my bullets here the ps5 is coming out what yeah which means which i guys i I gotta go (laughs) (laughs) my pre-order i gotta get my (laughs) pre-order um the ps5 is coming out uh i guess why i added this to the list was because there's a lot of rumor and speculation that's just i feel like every day i'm getting a new ps5 new leak release date for the ps5 oh like is anyone uh what's your favorite ps5 conspiracy so far oh conspiracy <laughs> yeah 
Conspiracy um, meaning uh, leaked ha- or hacked information. Yeah. Uh, well, like uh, direct direct leaked quotes from in, in meetings that this will be the first PlayStation 5 to actually love you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The other PS5s haven't out- loved you up until this point. No. This will yeah. be the first one. Yeah. I like the way they're doing new five screen, like split screen five ways for five players at That's once. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I thought that was like interesting and innovative. Yeah. I, yeah. I thought, I thought, I always thought it would go like four and then one directly in the middle, but yeah. they did four and then one off to the side. Yeah. yeah. And there's this big blank space in the middle. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. But that's where the ads go. Yeah. 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 That's where they just run ads for Luke. Right? Uh, no, I don't actually haven't really heard any leaks or conspiracy theories because if you if you use any like third party gaming website to get news from, you're a fucking idiot and yeah. a loser. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you're telling me that I shouldn't be reading directly off of <laughs> express.co.uk? Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's like, yeah, do they have a fake pre-order button that you click right there and like send them $500? Uh, I bet they do. Um, click it. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> Literally, I will not read shit until like fucking Jason Schreier says, "Here's the details on the PlayStation 5." Right. Like he like there's only like them and like like even Polygon is basically like a fucking movie site now. Like like yeah. there's like no video game articles on there. IGN is the same shit. They're all like yeah. pitching me like some shitty like show on Hulu like as for most of their articles. It's literally only Jason Schreier. Yeah. that's doing news at all like actual yeah. like journalistic coverage of anything yeah everything else is just like i played it here's the review or um guys amazon's doing a deal yeah it's like it's like yeah. that's like the entirety of gaming uh news which is crazy and also like and us and us i don't know if you yeah. notice this like <laughs> in this segment I, yeah. I, I hate i hate just like praising Kata- like overly praising kotaku because they're just a company like other companies like it you know what i mean like they're not like doing the lord's work but it is I mean, just they like, are unionized it so is the, they're much better than most online journalism companies it is the easiest site to navigate you know why it's just a simple blog site right it's just like a blog feed if you go to polygon it's like it's, yeah. look at the cool like fucking design we did and it's uh-huh. and it's like it takes forever to load it's yes. so hard to navigate there's <laughs> right. ads popping up like crazy i hate it ign is impossible to go to ever again you can't even go there it'll give your computer a virus yeah. <laughs> GameSpot, uh games radar all these come no. all these websites are just like a mess uh, they're they're a mess yeah yeah uh, is the only one that's like Oh great! It's like I can okay. read all of the articles because they're in a row. Yeah, they're in a row for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the only thing that I will say that Polygon is doing well is they they're 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 good at building stars in terms of like the people that write for their for their site, whereas other sites are are, are I think are really bad at being like our site has these like four famous ish writers mm. in the game community. You know, like yeah. I, I like, who's a Polygon star, Griffin? Well, Polygon had like Ashley O. Um, uh, a few other people I'm trying to think of right now, but like they're just good at putting the writer's name in big mm, like, right. next to the thing, like Kotaku that's does. Cool. And yeah, I think that's like really important. I like to know like where where the who writes the shit, and that's like my least favorite part about like Clickhole and the Onion and stuff is like some of the funniest things ever written have been pu- published there, and it's right. all fucking anonymous. Right. Yeah, like there's the funniest thing ever written, and I'll probably say this even ten years from now mm-hmm. is that. Click hole sketch about the animatronic uh, fox robot yes. on Splash Mountain. Oh my god, it's one of my favorite bits ever. Yeah, it's like yeah. the five times the robot fox told me that I, he's gonna marry my dad. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah, the yeah, funniest yeah. sketch ever written, yeah. and like no one knows who wrote it. Yeah, yeah. Know? I hate that shit. That's so shitty. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, you see that on Twitter all the time. People being like, "Hey, uh, if you wrote the Tim Allen, uh, I want you to clean your 
uh, yeah. teeth on my bones or whatever it is. <laughs> right. Like, let me know. I want to. I I want to hire you. Right. You know, like. That is so shitty. If you wrote the one that's like, uh, Jared Fogel announced that he is now working for Quiznos with a campaign that says yeah. Quiznos sandwiches cl- uh, cured my pedophilia. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just like, fuck, I want to know who wrote that. Yeah, I want to know who wrote that. Um, yeah, and then we got a bit, a bit of uh, more Pokemon stuff has come out. You guys, are, are you, is anyone down for Pokemon? Is anyone going to play Sword and Shield here? I never really, play, I've never, it's never been my thing. Yeah. Hmm. I think with this, I'm, old. I'm so excited because of the success of Fire Emblem. I feel like I'm more excited now for Pokemon than I was before. Griffin, where where are you sitting on Pokemon? Um, you know, I played them all, so I'm gonna play this one. Oh, great! Uh, okay, so, <laughs> huge fan. <laughs> uh, but uh, and I love I love getting the kind of the the first party expression of on the switch for every major nintendo franchise yeah. you know it's like it's great to see the mario games in hd for the first time yeah it's, just, it's part of the experience i think is being like oh here's a pokemon game in full hd um i'm nervous that it's gonna look just like kind of be too easy and kind of a mess it is funny how bad the worlds look graphically like mm. it they're like the most success one of the most successful video game companies they could afford to make it look better but for I, I thought the sword and shield looked pretty good the i mean the the battles look fine but oh i meant like the like when open you're running world stuff oh that that too doesn't look good there are some at least maybe it's like old old stuff but there's mm. some there's some funny shots of like what a tree looks like in that game versus yeah. what a tree looks like in Breath of the Wild. Sure. It looks like a kid like drew it right. with like, their hand yeah. in like the Pokemon version. I was going to say maybe uh, speaking of bars, maybe the bar is so low for mm, me that right. just like being in a 3D open environment like right. I remember X and Y being like holy shit. Yeah. Like oh my god, this looks incredible. Uh-huh. And uh, it, I guess maybe you're right. It doesn't compare to other games. It doesn't just compared and, to other Pokemon. And games. there's right. a, there's a Pokemon GameCube game that did this that almost no one played. It was an open world RPG that was hard. What? Uh, and it was for the GameCube, and it had like 3D worlds, and those worlds look better than the ones in this. What is uh, what is that game? Almost no one has played this game. I don't. It's I, fuck. Give me like two minutes. Okay. Move on to the next news story. All right. Uh, the next news uh, story is there is no next news story. Uh, goodbye. <laughs> uh, yeah, that'll do it. Oh, wait. Did anyone play uh, Mario Tennis Aces? We didn't talk about that. I I actually think that game is super great. I've owned it, it was, for a, a year. Oh, you've already... You own it. I think it's so fun. I played it during the trial. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's amazing. It's not really a tennis game. No, it's its own like kind of battle game. Yeah. And like... The core gameplay is so good, I think. It's so it's so fantastic. Like I couldn't believe how many things that they threw at you yeah. to like just change it up completely. Like when I got to the mirrors world, I was like, whoa, like yeah. this is a fucking hot take on tennis, baby. <laughs> uh I yeah. Th- I think it's like if they would have just like if Nintendo had reasonable online, that game would be like a classic. Yeah. But it's okay. just like not good for online play. It was called Pokemon Coliseum. It had three right. worlds like yeah. like this. It looked like a Final Fantasy game almost. Uh that looks great. And it was hard and it looks about it looks about as good or better than the one coming out generations later yeah. uh, on the Switch. And obviously, these games aren't about graphic fidelity. No, I mean, even Fire Emblem looks like shit a lot. 
Yeah. I think. I mean, look at trees and Fire Emblem. I dare you. I dare you. I, I don't. It, they're the Slender Man of games. Yes. <laughs> you can't yeah. look at them. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's a field of Slender Man. Um, okay. We're going to take a quick yeah. break. And when we come back, we are going to uh, jump right into breaking the story of... Le- the. I'm calling this episode The Legend of Zelda, the movie, the screenplay. <laughs> Do you like to listen to podcasts? I didn't until I had my own. Hi, I'm Lily, And I'm Riz. And, and we're, we're rich. rich. We had a very successful podcast with 200 million viewers, but unfortunately it got hacked. It got hacked. We had 200 million viewers before. If you could wrap your head around that, 200 million viewers wanted million to listen viewers. and watch and us watch talk. And watch us talk. And now we have none because we got hacked. So anyways, we're starting from scratch because our podcast got hacked. So we're starting a whole entirely whole brand entire new. new podcast for you. Brand new. And also, we just learned that if you don't listen to it, you'll die. Yeah. Seven days. Seven days Just you'll like die. the ring, but we came up with it first, we so came it's up with it unique first. to us. It is unique. Our podcast comes out every Monday. We do fun segments like what's new on Broadway. And also, Lily explains French kisses. Listen, Listen to our, our podcast, podcast got, got hacked. hacked. Anywhere podcasts are available. And we're back to Video Games and Comedy Show. My name is Jeremy Schmidt, and... Uh, Today we have an episode pitched uh, from us uh, to us by Jacques Maladou. Jacques, I'm super excited to do this episode with you. Uh, I brought on one of the most fantastic writers working in the video games industry today, Griffin Davis, to accompany us. Uh, so, kind of like uh, explain a little bit to the listener, like how you came up with this like so super solid idea. <laughs> Thank you, Jeremy. You're welcome. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just thought like Zelda is such a classic franchise, and it's so good, and yet it like doesn't really have a good story. Mm-hmm. Essentially, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what do you mean by that? It's it's like he links doesn't speak. He doesn't like his his like purpose is very simple and not complicated. Mm-hmm. The world seems kind of like serialized in a way that doesn't like totally make sense or it's like incidents yeah and then you also have ganon who's kind of a confusing bad guy i find like <laughs> and a queer icon <laughs> yeah <laughs> i didn't actually i haven't actually heard that but uh like uh like ganon's the monster version of ganondorf is that what it is uh is is that right yeah that's right there, that sounds right all forms of ganon fall under the umbrella of big ganon Big Gannon. Big yeah. Gannon. Big Gannon. Yeah. Big Daddy Gannon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like, uh, yeah, I've always thought of The Legend of Zelda as like being this like w- fucked up amalgam of like, here's like every fairy tale right. ever told rolled into one, yet all of those other fairy tales are a lot more like in and of themselves compelling mm. as like just straight up stories. But you've got like the sword and the stone thing. Robin you've got Hood. obviously Robin and obviously Peter Pan. Cause like, oh, it's like right. you and a fairy running around and yeah. you look like Peter Pan the whole yeah. time. Holy fuck. I yeah. never thought about that. <laughs> yeah. This is just straight up Peter Pan. It it's is Pe- Peter, it's elf Pan. Peter Pan. It's el- yeah. You oh. are an elf. Yeah. You're saving, you're saving a princess. Oh. Uh, yeah. Gan- you're right. Ganondorf. <laughs> is like a really confusing bad guy because I he doesn't like he doesn't ape off of anything in particular mm-hmm. like how Link totally does you know right um, he's kind of um, Dracula-y yeah yeah to be honest yeah. that's interesting yeah yeah sure. I like that yeah he's definitely like Eastern European mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. classic bad guy classic bad yeah. guy yeah, absolutely he's played by Alan Rickman in the film <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, uh, and then you have the, of course, uh, the titular Zelda, right? Who is the, the We are looking at the legend of 
helped her. Right. But she has always played such a minor role in mm-hmm. the series. Uh, and honestly, I think, I mean, do we all agree that her most interesting debut sort of was in Ocarina of Time when she became Sheik? Yeah. Like when she was like, also a talking character. Well, yeah, and, and, had, and served a purpose. And had like a cool, like I'm also a ninja thing. Right. You know what I mean? Like there was like that cool reveal where she right. was very capable, like revealed to actually right. be a super <laughs> capable person. Mm-hmm. It's like the classic thing with these stories where like they just had a simple hero saves princess story, but then it's like, oh wait, now we have to treat women as real characters. Right. What do we do? Yeah. Now we have women mm-hmm. save Link, right? Because right. Sheik does kind of come in there and save. Uh, but yeah, I think that there's a lot of elements to work with in Legend of Zelda. For sure. It is interesting that like most of the stories, it seems like anytime Nintendo tries to tell a more complicated Zelda story, it always goes kind of wrong. Well, right. like uh, Twilight Princess. I was going to say actually Skyward Sword, Skyward Sword was like a big, that's always a big, that and Twilight Princess are two references to me where I'm like, by by the second, third act, you're so in the weeds with what's going on. And yeah. like, it's just so crazy. Yeah. Like it, Sometimes I feel like it's enough to just have Ganon be your central fo- focus, like your right. central focus of the of like as an antagonist. Sure, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. well, the problem with this game is that it's like it has like JRPG influence, but it doesn't follow the tale as old as time, which is friends make you powerful. Mm-hmm. We need to kill God. Yeah. yeah. Like, like that's every JRPG is like, right. my friends are my power. Yeah. And now we have to kill God at the end of the story. And it's right. like, Zelda doesn't yeah. really have that. Like right. Zelda. I mean, link like, like saves people and stuff like that, but he doesn't really, he's kind of like a loner and he kind of like moves from place to place. He doesn't yeah. really have that. Friends are my power thing. Until Breath of the Wild, kind of. Where yeah, like, I was going to mention there's the ch- yeah. divine champions, and like right. I feel like Breath of the Wild is the closest you could get to forming any type of like Zelda narrative that's interesting because it's the first time they've really attempted to have other characters that like have a lot of personality, yeah, and, and their stuff. own story. And it seems like yeah. the world has to be populated with like people like the dolphin guy, yeah, and uh, dolphin guy, bird, rock man, bird. rock man, you know, yeah. bird man, all those bird folks. Boy, yeah, I mean yeah. the shark guy is the shark dolphin guy is hot as hell yeah yeah. um Mm -hmm. so he's got to be in whatever movie we write today and i also and i also like the bird people (laughs) (laughs) i just want to throw that out there yeah they're fun Um, like that's my thing that's like my fetish the bird people it's like it's specifically that bird that snappy sarcastic bird yeah character (laughs) oh okay i like him snappy right snappy the bird yeah yeah. he was a little snappy um great so uh we're yeah. Question: What do you think Link was doing at the beginning? Like, not putting aside Breath of the Wild. Yeah. What do you think Link's day to day life? Obviously, there's different Links, so we can he yeah. can do whatever Link we want. Right. What is he? Is he a farmer? Well, what what, what age Link are we starting with? I like I if if it was me, I would I would I'm gonna pitch the kid Link. Kid Link. I like I like a, a nice Ocarina of Time, Wind Waker <laughs> beginning to Link. I like him being a boy, a little boy. What do you guys think? How, no? do, you, how do you take your Link? Sure. How do you take, <laughs> how do you take, how do you guys take your Link? Young. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. We can do Young Link. It's just. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That sounds I, good. I think I think Young Link to me makes the most sense because it is that like you have that da- like like that, that that danger of putting like children in harm's way right. thing where like. The stakes are immediately raised because right. I always felt that way in Ocarina of Time. Do you say like twelve or do you say sixteen? Oh, I, no, I say like uh, ten, a, ten or eleven. 
Okay. Yeah, I say I say like young Link. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. that's how old he feels in Ocarina, doesn't he? he kind of feels like a ten year old boy. Yeah, he's young there. And then yeah. and then and then we just put maybe him on twelve, uh, maybe twelve. And we drop him on Epstein Island and it, the <laughs> movie writes itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Epstein kind of is our modern day Ganon. Yeah, he? I'd say yeah. so. Mm-hmm. Honestly, whoa, it was. Was, yeah. His face yeah. was like pretty beat up and like kind of looked, he looked like, yeah, pretty ragged. <laughs> yeah, pretty Dracula-like. <laughs> whoa, pretty yeah, Dracula pretty Dracula-like. Like. Yeah, yeah. And he had Dracula-like. a lot of Dracula-esque ideas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which <I> yeah. Think, <laughs> yeah, he had boats. Yeah. Dracula-adjacent. Yeah. Yeah, Dracula adjacent. <laughs> um, so, so he's like a ten-year-old, twelve-year-old boy. Ten, twelve-year-old boy. Yeah, like he's is he? But he in our movie, like he has to talk, right? Like, are we doing this weird, fucked-up thing where, like, no, I think we, he has like, to talk. Yeah, like where you got to add a voice. I think we're giving Link a voice. We're giving Link a voice. Okay, that but, is a controversial. I feel like that is the most controversial thing we've I said know, so far. I know, yeah. and that's where I'm like, what is there a way to make this movie where he doesn't talk and like someone else is the main character? I don't know. Yeah, is that so possible? Zelda would have to be the. I feel like Zelda the main character. Yeah. Well, I so what? How, how do you guys? How do you guys like the way Breath of the Wild is structured? Where it's like not maybe not narratively structured, but like where it is like Link is a talking character who's kind of walking us through narratively what's going on, and Link is like the bot. Like Link is like he's almost like Mad Max. Mm. You know how like Mad Max is like not the central focus of Mad Max. Mad Max ever? doesn't really talk either. No, he doesn't. It's it's all about Furiosa and like the women of the film. Yeah, I guess we Mad Max that's, it. That's yeah, a good. Mad- I think that's a good. I think it's a good approach. Yeah, I think I think making him like a wanderer through other people's so we stories. don't want him to be like a fat link to be like a fast talking quipper. <laughs> no, is that what we're saying? Excuse no. me, princess. <laughs> well, then I want it to be Tom Hardy as yeah. Link. Oh, Tom Hardy. Tom as Hardy adult is ten, link as twelve year old Link. As twelve year old. How fucked up would that be? Short we just did like the, the face mapping on a little boy's body. Yeah. Just. Yeah, I I think uh, I I mean I think you could go either way because we've definitely seen a fast talking link before in the cartoons. Uh, Oh, but uh, (laughs) it sounds awful. Let's not let's not do that. I mean, the Sonic movie is gonna be bad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, can you picture Link to Gangster's Paradise? (laughs) Wait, okay. Now I've changed my mind. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So I think uh, yeah, you open like what in media res with like what Link is doing. Probably he's farming or he's. Or he's like helping fishing. his uncle. He's fishing. Fishing's good. I kind of yeah. like fishing. Um, his life like, is so relaxing, you know? It's very relaxing. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he's... Uh, but he y- wants more. I think we see... I think I think you kind of like... You see something early on where he like has to like help like a local farm farm boy who's like caught like with a couple of like enemies surrounding him. And sure. he like picks up a stick, you know, and like... And Just, like fends them off. Right. Like I think that's a good way in where we're like, okay, like there's something to this boy. Mm-hmm. There's something to this boy. Uh, like he's better with the stick than you would think it being his first time. For sure. Right. Yeah. For sure. He's better with a stick than you think. <laughs> yeah. I think that's key. Uh, <laughs> so here, where'd you get that stick from boy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't mean it. I'm oh, sorry. He doesn't talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, uh, yeah, what do you guys, how, let's see, let's, we've got to raise the stakes a little bit. Mm-hmm. I feel like Ganon's probably got to already be like in power or like takes over pretty early. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, it's got to be kind of a, a hard, a hard fight into the castle or whatever. You do know? you disguise Ganon as another character at first? Like how you do in, I guess, Skyward Sword or, uh, some of these other games where 
he's presented as like, I'm the chancellor for the king and I'm just a snob. He's like a Jafar. But then you realize, oh, Ganon's actually pulling the strings behind this. I mean, that's kind of what they tried to do in the new Spider-Man movie and it sucked because like, yeah. we all know that dude is fucking evil from the beginning. So like, it was kind of boring to watch. I think he should be, how can we make him like the anti-hero bad guy where it's like, it just has what, to be the, other bad like guys. The, or like, what's like the, the <laughs> Thanos version where it's like, yeah. he has this motivation that's not just like, Oh, I like this. Because yeah. his normal motivation is just like evil, right? Like, he, does right. he ever ever actually have like a reasonable cause? He needs to get the Triforce so he can he can uh, delete thirty three percent of the population because he believes <laughs> yeah. that sixty six point six six percent of the population, uh, yeah, is real good, is the right number, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but not any more or less. Yeah, he's, interesting. He's, he's like, I crunch the numbers. I yeah. crunch the numbers. It is exactly six six six. Yeah. So we're making climate change the other villain of the story. Yeah. Right? Okay. Well, it always kind of has been. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so it's more like the happening, I'd say. Oh, for sure. Okay. And Mark Wahlberg for Link. Yeah. <laughs> is a good idea. Yeah. I I think that uh, what it's a motivation that isn't a Thanos motivation well, for Ganon. Well, but, it's similar to Thanos, but like Ganon does come from like a, a tribe of Gerudo people. And it seems like if he faced, I mean, I don't know if they like all died or something like that, or if his people faced some kind of calamity. Is Gerudo the desert? Yes. yes. Okay. And is that the all the, women? I think it's the rock people, right? Nation. So, well, it depends. Like Gerudo Mountain is like that mountain with the guys that like throw the boulders. But in Breath of the Wild, there's the desert, which is Gerudo Desert, oh, right? Yeah. Now that that desert has like this one city that is like women only mm-hmm. um but i don't think that's the only place like Guru, like he comes from somewhere in the desert apparently if he came from that all women uh what would you call it like uh community mm-hmm. and we gave him the motivation of something like he's actually trying to avenge people who like hurt them or something right like if we gave him sort of like almost like he's his thinking is like on the side of like progressiveness sure but he's just misguided by so much so much percent mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. a corporation drove his family out of business <laughs> i was gonna say like literally it's like it's like people hurting women like he like he observed like the hillians once upon a time like hurting them or something and his right. thing was to like destroy them but it was like generations ago you know what i mean like sure. where it's like this isn't the way ganon oh, right okay. it's not okay. the this is not the way but he's, no yeah like we, can s- we can see why you want this but this is not the way sure yeah he he kills he, he it's this it's the sand people all over again he kills the women and the children right yeah Anakin skywalker yeah right. he, yeah but but kitafa muntafa ganon <laughs> Uh, I think also if you want it to be even e- even easier, it's like there can be dark, just evil, like magic or God that like w- is trying to convince him that this is like the right path to power or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I think he if definitely trying get, is like, trying a tr- to a Triforce or something. He's definitely trying to access whatever that like weird Lovecraftian other like otherworldly thing that, Triforce, like, yeah. that turns him into those beasts and stuff. Right. Right. Yeah. And it's yeah. like maybe those beasts are just like, uh, you know, they they call to him and they kind of seduce him to do yeah to do things. But also it's better when they someone just is doing it of their own accord. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. And then so, uh, how do we make Zelda interesting? That's like my last like little puzzle piece that I'm trying to figure out. Like, because I mean, I think the Sheik thing is pretty cool, but I also think it, that was like a '90s like deal, yeah. and cool. I would love to update that. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think I think her first line is from the get go. I am also a ninja. Oh, uh, great. So we don't great. wait till act three to find right. that out. Yeah, yeah. We start yeah. at the top. I love just the line, I am also a ninja. I think yeah. she has to, like, her family, <laughs> let's just go with the Legend of Zelda name. It's like, her family should be, like, legendary. And I think it's like, she should be, like, a legendary character mm. who's, like, maybe she has, like, maybe it's, yeah, because she's a ninja. She's, like, she's, like, uh, maybe she's the actual great hope and Link has to, like, save her so that she can do the action to, like, save the world from Ganon. Right. And We're so together. is that is uh, so we think the plot is like like Ganon has uh, captured the Hyrule castle or Zelda specifically. So it is the classic. And I guess the reason why I ask We got to like, give people what they want. Like yeah. what are the things that are in a Zelda story yeah. that like if you're making the Zelda movie you have to see. Cuz like if I was making a Mario movie, I'll just tell you right now this is how I'd open it. Bowser's asleep in his castle and Princess Peach comes and kidnaps Bowser. That's how I would open the film. Yeah, on some psycho shit. On some, <laughs> on some shit like where you're like, what happened? You know? Right. Like, uh, I would subvert, I would try to subvert certain elements of it. I mean, if you want that, it's risky, then it's like, but then, then it's like Ganon needs to be like in charge of the palace from the beginning. It's like a royal court proceeding, and fucking Zelda, a commoner, a, appears from the crowd and just gats him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, yeah, so I mean, I mean, because, because, like, when we could subvert some of this stuff is what yeah, I, I guess yeah. what I mean. I mean, but, they don't give her a character, so we have to make one. Exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. So I feel like we kind of have some of the central elements sort of in place. Yeah. And, and we also know all the, all the different like communities and races of like creatures and stuff in this world. So what kind of, what kind, how is this story structured? Like who's directing this? You know what I mean? Like what do right. we think? Um, that's a good question. Who's directing it? Are we just doing a Peter Jackson, you know, like Probably. hero's journey type of type of thing? I don't know. It's so fucked up. I don't even know what would be good for <laughs> like a video game movie. Like, yeah. like it's like who's done it right? Like no one. So yeah. I, don't, I don't even know. I'll, I'll tell you exactly my go-to. Steven Spielberg. No, no, no. For video game stuff done right, yeah. is the Castlevania cartoon on Netflix. Right. That that's is cartoon. That is absolutely perfect. This is live action we're pitching, right? Yeah, but but I don't mean from like a stylistic choice i mean from like a narrative structure choice mm -hmm. they pick one very hyper specific part to focus on and they just don't make it such like a video game is sprawling and broad yeah if you're gonna make a metal gear solid movie it would be like just him fighting raven right. <laughs> you know right. what i mean it would be like just one thing to, to work on just one cutscene from the video game just one <laughs> is, it, is it like lord of the rings or is it like marvel is it like or is it more artistic, like something like? Is it like there will be blood? You know what I mean? Like, is it is it like is it like is it like? It's not that. I'll say that. We don't say no in this room, but it's not that. Well, have you guys seen the movie Mandy? Has anyone seen Mandy with Nicolas Cage? I've Mandy. Is it like that, where it's like this, like like this story of like a person? Because that to me is like a video game movie, right? I'm gonna say it's. This is kind of a left field pick, but 
I think it's what's his name, Genny Tartofsky or whatever, the guy who directs like Samurai Jack. Oh yeah, and also uh, he's got a few other shows. Like he did like Dexter's Lab and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like he understands like the cute side of stuff, but then he also understands like like the like the warrior battle like yeah. energy. Um, and, and he I knows think, when to be quiet, which yeah. I think is a big part of, of Zelda. Zelda. So, yeah, if you're gonna make a Metroid also, or a Zelda, it's, I can also see like a road movie kind of element to it. Also, like. Uh, I one moment I think would be like great in this movie that we have to have is that that Ocarina of Time moment when he like frees Epona, yeah, thing and like that unlocking his path to somewhere, like, yeah. Like his challenge is trying to maybe to get to Hyrule, right? And then like getting the horse is like this first step he has to do. Like, I wouldn't even mind a a typical like seven samurai type structure of like, he does meet friends along the way and we do collect personalities like Azora. That's really cool. Yeah. Or a girl, uh, the rock people, bird man, a bird man. Yeah. It's cool. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, so it's, it's, it's a little like a final fantasy in that, you know, these personalities are like big right. and, and kind of cool. And like, they can definitely like, I don't know, you can sell toys. <laughs> well, friends make you strong. Friends uh, do make you strong. And that's, what, and that's what you do need from a video game. Um, you do need friends make you strong from a video game. I mean, from a, from an RPG narrative, mm. that's really the only way to go. Mm. Right. Mm. Is like, um, does Ganon have like romantic interest with Zelda? Is that ever a thing or no? Oh. I don't see him as like a very, like. I don't see, he doesn't, yeah, he seems so like, monomaniacally driven biker like i don't you know what i mean like i don't he's always been so much like older than her i think he's just like horny for power yeah (laughs) he's a horny for power type of guy yeah like if he like went on a date with zelda he would just like suck her like soul and skin off Mm -hmm. right and he'd love it and he just (laughs) yeah love that skin okay um yeah so i I I don't think that's a direction we want to go i'm just i was just curious so what about what? So what if it's a trilogy of films? Is that crazy? Okay, but they have to be like PG, PG thirteen, right? Right. I I wouldn't mind going PG thirteen hard, PG thirteen like a little darker. Like you see a little, you know what I mean? Like, but who plays these games? Is it is think, it us or is it young kids? I don't think you can be PG thirteen and have ten year old Link. I think you have to like yeah yeah. I think you either have to have a what about Link the store? Good Boys, <laughs> right? We've yeah. all seen. What about Stranger Things? Th- like Stranger Things. That's that's more what I'm thinking. Okay, it's like yeah. it's like where it has an edge to it, mm-hmm. where it's a, it's got a little bite. You it's, know, it has darkness. Yeah, it has, it has darkness because I think when I was a kid, my favorite movies growing up all were like that. Goonies, Hook, uh, E.T. Yeah. E. Where it was like, or Jurassic Park. You know, like right. shit like that. So I think I think you give it a little edge, sure. a little bite. You can maybe still even make it PG, but still give it like yeah. there's stakes. Danger, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, fuck it, PG thirteen. Yeah, let's, let's do go. It. Let's go, fam. Let's do it. Uh, I do. We, do we make it more than one film, or do we try to tell the story in one? I think they'd be lucky to make one. Let's make one. Let's make <laughs> one, and then figure out if we uh, have good breaking points where we can sell it. Yeah, it has three. to be as fun as like a Pirates of the Caribbean in order for there to like be more of them. Yeah, because right. I could see just getting the Master Sword. As I think that's actually a good sort of like tone too mm. maybe less comedic but like jerry bruckheimer must produce oh yeah uh we'll have to get what's his name is he canceled is yet g? is it mick g, Who mick g? no it's like the guy from uh no it's uh he directed like the lone ranger and stuff oh, man it, it, never ending story oh um yeah uh barbosa wolfgang Ca- Captain barbosa. peters well no 
<laughs> Captain Barbosa directed uh, it. He also directed Rango. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gore Verbinski. Gore Verbinski. Yeah. Uh, Captain Barbosa himself. <laughs> yes, Captain Barbosa. I always confuse. I'm like Captain. That is his name. I wouldn't mind that. Is it? I mean, he's. I know it's not he that same. Do I know it's not Jeffrey Rush. Right. But he's the Captain Barbosa of filmmaking. Is <laughs> every time you think he's dead, he starts waddling back yeah. down the stairs like, hey. <laughs> um, and that's uh, oh, and I guess that is a good, that is a good thing to nail down too. Is in our, I guess we're just trying to make it as vanilla Zelda as possible. So we're not yeah. doing like Wind Waker. We're on the high seas. We're not oh. doing like uh, Twilight Princess. That's he's a, a wolf. Sequ- that's more of a sequel. That's more of a post credit sequence. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He finds the boat, the, the boat. dragon boat. So yeah. do you think the Link boat. is like, he, he, he understands that Ganon does this horrible thing and he sets right into action or is he hesitant? Does he have a hesitation or is he just so brave that he sets off? I think I think you, with Link you start with a small scale like squabble, mm-hmm. like it is just how specifically like one group of mob like tree, goblins like have hurt his little town, like right. the tree, right? And I think like I love like Ganon and Link are not on each other's radar for like a lot of the film, right? Because it is like I want Ganon to have been defeated by almost a nothing boy, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I want like Link to. Like it's almost like you just keep going up the ladder. Once you right up. one wrong, you keep like finding out. Well, who's your boss? You know what I mean. He sure. keeps he keeps going until he like gets to Ganon. Cool. I I think that's to me like feels right. Because if we're gonna do the thing of him like finding his friends along the way, and it's like friends are stronger. Like, does he have to be more of a lone wolf kind of guy? Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. You know what I mean? Just at yeah. the start, like that's mm-hmm. so much more personality than Link has ever had. I know, which is why this is a tough movie to write. Yeah, it would be very. It is very tough. Mm-hmm. Um, and, we're, and we're writing all of this down. Yeah, yeah, I do have some things written down as if we were gonna write the script for it. <laughs> but you know what? I bet if we did, we could sell that motherfucker. Because mm. Nintendo just wants these off the market. What are the other like big things you want? Like I was saying, I want like the opponent sequence. Right. Like, uh, what are the other things? Like, what is what did Breath of the Wild do right? Like the moment when you got like lost on that island, even though it was storyless. Yeah, that was like a cool. That's moment. a cool moment. I for me, I want um, I want to see puzzles done right and engaging on film. <laughs> Like I want, you know what I mean? Like I want, I want you to show me like the feeling I get when I like do that cool hook shot sequence in like an area Uh and like feel so powerful and cool. I Uh want to like, I want to watch Link like have to figure out. I don't know if watching him have to figure it out would be fun. I mean, him hook shotting would be cool to watch, but no, but you don't want him to be like fucking so good at it immediately. You want to see him struggle and then get there. So I guess the closest that I've ever seen in movies to that being even slightly entertaining is like in an Indiana Jones sequence. Yeah. But they're yeah. like pretty simple. It's like, oh, they're looking at the floor, then they look up and they put the scepter in, the light goes through it. I, I, you just need one. I you think you that. just need one and then yeah. you've got all of his puzzle figuring out covered. You right. Know what you I have, mean? But you have to hit that beat. Yeah. You definitely have you, to hit that beat. So I think it's an action adventure film that's right. PG 13 that involves multiple temples. Um, and mm. him and Ganon are going after the same artifacts and encounter each other along the way. And so it's basically Indiana, Indiana Jones. Mm. It's like, I don't hate that though. No, I think that's good. <laughs> yeah. What is the, like, um, I, I think they do need to encounter each other more. It's like um, a final fantasy two. They're like, you're going for the crystals to protect the towns at the same time. 
time the bad guy is like trying to get the crystals for his own power mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's like that scenario yeah and we break zelda out early so she can be part of the story or, yeah. um what if zelda also is like working within ganon like he's he kidnaps her for some reason but she's like uncovering the information we need about Ganon and like the kind of like sneak link kind of sneak I, sh- I think either that or it's Zelda with Link the whole time. I think you do one of the right. two. So you have her always on screen, you know what I mean? In the middle it's like she starts she in the beginning of the movie Ganon's already in power and she's like working for Ganon and like part of the, she's part of this royal That's cool. Thing. She's and the rebellion. She, and, then, and then she like dips out during like a an act 2 moment or something. Well, I think through happenstance Link ends up with Zelda. Like Zelda's working for Ganon mm-hmm. through like some uh, through like a happenstance. It mm-hmm. ends up where like yeah. Zelda is like now kind of Link's prisoner almost. Like mm. he's like he's like almost having her like like you're the enemy. I've captured you kind of thing. Like I'm you, down with that, but they have to have that rom com sort of like they hate each other. Yes, live. exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she <laughs> Yeah. Totally. But I think she's but, high class and I think he eats his he eats his food with his hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He plays his ocarina too loud. <laughs> yeah. But she burned down his Deku tree. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would love that like an evil Zelda who then has to like be convinced to go back to good kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. That's kind of fun. I think that's tied. Yeah, that is pretty tight. Yeah, uh, I, mean, I realize. Yeah, you have to in, you have to include the nature of Zelda, which you, if you say puzzles are a big part, then they're a big then part. exploring <laughs> exploring tombs or temples, yeah, like in definitely. Zelda games, has to be like the way they do it in in the good Indiana Jones moments. Griffin, what's a what's a moment from Zelda you really want to see on film? I think you got to re- rewrite most of them. I mean, I don't think but it doesn't matter. Just give us a moment that you really liked that you um, thought was cool. So I think that the reason that people like even think that Zelda games are good at any type of story is just Ocarina of Time mm-hmm. because it was one of those games where you saw before and then there was a time shift and you saw after and like ramifications. Yeah. Like Snakes, na- yeah. narrative ramifications. And so that's like what blew people's minds. And I think like every other game has just been like pretty basic. Mm. Um, I mean, Breath of the Wild is fine, but in an exploratory, like ambient sense, not in Definitely. like a narrative sense. So sure. I've never been impressed by the stories of these games. No. No, no, no. I that's think, fine. So the moment then but to answer the, the question is like, the time shift? The time shift, I, think, I gotcha. guess. But I, I wouldn't also pitch that for this story we're trying to work right. on. Right. No, but I think you're right though. I think there's maybe there's like a midpoint in the movie where Ganon like succeeds in a way and like half the place is destroyed. Well, the dark world from Link, oh, to, from the past Link to the past too is like but, that, but I think the, that's why like why it's so good on Ocarina of Time is that it's like oh all of a sudden everything's awful this thing yeah. we saw that was good before we and lost like, and now yeah. it's like you're like oh I really like want to restore things to the way they were scenario I think that's key because like there is a in, in every almost every Zelda game there is a big we lost vibe like we fucked up like we mm-hmm. didn't win and we have to fix it now uh-huh. which is also very end game <laughs> and, and maybe that's what turns Zelda from her uh, totally her like rich palace or yeah. like I don't care about the people vibe. Yeah. I there's a moment in Breath of the Wild. This isn't like a huge moment, but there is a moment when he when you first find those lionels, mm. those like half yeah. like horse, half lion Centaur things. things yeah. I want that moment in they're so this. hard. I want I want a moment of like Link in a field and you just see that fucking beast like so far away and it's like and then it just approaches like and you realize like the magnitude of that thing. <laughs> I think that's actually a big part of Zelda is getting to somewhere where you're not ready to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And ha- like we need something like that in act one. Oh, it's yeah. Like he's like he, he steps out too far 
almost dies. Yeah. And then, like, in Act 3, he goes back to that same place, but now with his friends. Now I've got firebombs. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Now now I can do it. And yeah. it's, like, satisfying. Yeah. You could do some. And if you had time shifting in a Zelda movie, you could do a lot of, like, Doctor Strange-esque type, like, weird, like, oh, the twist was he actually went into the past and did something while the fight was happening. You know what I mean? Like, I his younger self actually removed one brick from the building, which made Ganon fall off the, right. you know, like, whatever the thing is. Sure. I don't um, know if I like time jumpy stuff. I hate time jumpy stuff. It's hard to do well, for sure. I mean, I think what Clock Stoppers was really the only they got feature it, they film. They got it that, completely right. Because, yeah, they got it right. Because, yeah. and, because that movie heightens perfectly because the entire time they're using these watches and then one time... <laughs> One time they're like, what if you do two watches? Yeah. And they're like, two watches is too much. Mm-hmm. It'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> and and he's like, fuck it. He does it. And guess what, guys? He fucking survives. Because oh, it's a Nickelodeon movie. <laughs> hell yeah. yeah. I think, okay, so uh, we're getting close to the end here. I want to I want to wrap this up. Thus, I want basic beats. We got some basic beats. So now we're in the third act of the film. Uh, how do we see that third act going, right? I mean, like, I, I know we haven't completely solidified our first two acts, but we can kind of guess at, like, yeah. some of the adventuring and where it leads. I'm sure it leads to Hyrule Castle, an evil-turned version of Hyrule Castle, sort of like Game of Thrones, the last couple episodes when right. Daenerys took over the fucking King's Landing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Completely justified. Completely justifiably yeah. did that. Yeah. <laughs> but, but they rang a bell. <laughs> yeah. I would love. You can ring my bell. Did anyone do that? I did the whole time. You can ring even my a, bell. Even after the episode was over. <laughs> yeah. I think. Uh, I think we get there, and uh, and yeah, there's like those zombies out in the courtyard kind of thing from Ocarina of Time. You have like the little flying guys. Some, some, Zelda says, "I don't even recognize this place." Yeah, that's oh. good. That's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what has become of my home? Yeah. yeah. At one point, yeah, they go. They at one point they have to sneak in through the dungeons, and as they're going through the dungeons, you just see Tingle is like shacked up in a dungeon. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like a lot of our friends from Who's the past. Who's the French merchant guy? Yeah, like he has to be there. Yeah, he's got to be there. <laughs> they killed yeah. him first. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love that. I love. I love a good like getting through the castle, trying to get to Ganon. Uh, what one is of, th- one of the friends like the Birdman has to like betray him and be like. No, actually, you know what? I think Ganon's right. Oh yeah. fuck, Birdman! Yeah, how you do that to me? I know. Oh, what, that's what, great. One of them has to be a has to betray. Has to bad. turn coat. Yeah. yeah, yeah. One of them has to be uh, the bald guy from the Matrix. Yeah, Cipher. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. You know, the steak tastes real to me. <laughs> the bird like, seed tastes real to me. <laughs> yeah, love it. It's like no, he's right. The pursuit of ruthless power is the way. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Put that on a fucking t-shirt. That's uh, really good. Yeah, and I think uh, at the end, it's like maybe there is some like, evil, dark demon force behind the energies that are like part of this shit. Uh, it's like manipulating them. That's maybe like been influencing uh, yeah. what's his face so that we don't have to kill off Ganon at the end of this movie. He can return for future films like Ganon loses, but like he goes off on more of an exile in, in the third act battle. He does choose to like choose like humanity and like the world over the evil force. Mm. Even once the heroes have defeated him, of course. Right. Right. Uh, so that he can then kind of like leave and like not be forgiven, but be exiled and 
you know, maybe live to be in the do we second give him or like third a, movie. Do we give him like a Snape sort of He's backstory? the Captain Barbosa of this film. So at the <laughs> yeah. end of two, he comes down in his boots and he eats an apple. I knew that Alan Ripken was going to play Ganon. I <laughs> yeah. knew it. I knew it. I think, that, I think that is good. I think we give him like, again, like some, some kind of sympathetic backstory where you're like, oh, I wouldn't do what he's doing, but I get like why. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't kill 33 even if you crunch the numbers <laughs> yeah even if he's right like yeah. technically like he's right yeah, yeah. well yeah well, yeah technically he's right sounds like you're using feelings rather than facts <laughs> i yeah definitely yeah. it has to be just an old-fashioned sword fight on the top of hyrule castle definitely it has to be that his big ass again his big ass weird sword with the master sword. No pigs, no boars, no, no magic. No. Just two dudes. Just two. I want I want I want a good clean sword fight. And I and maybe a cuckoo's there. Here's what I was thinking. That's the beat we're missing. We need to beat in the first act when it's like a cuckoo's clucking at him after he's been hurt and he's yeah. like and he hits it and then they all oh, come after him. Oh, we definitely have to we have, have that. to have that. We also have to have him grabbing one and then hovering down to a like a, a soft you know what I we mean? Having need, a soft landing. We also need him walking into like a merchant store and just smashing vases. I love it. Uh, we forgot about smashing. Yeah, you gotta have smashing, smashing vases. vases. And it's like confusing to the audience, like, why is he such a psycho? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or or you know, maybe maybe you play it for laughs. It's like a meta joke where he comes into a like a, a store, an item shop, and he accidentally knocks over a right. ton of vases, and then, and then of course, it's the, a wink and a nudge. The punchline is like there's one left, and he just goes, she just yeah. throws yeah. it on the ground. You Incredible. know what I mean? He's like, and he he's gets like, rupees. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. yeah, he picks up rupees. He leaves. <laughs> we teach I guess. kids all the right lessons. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, and then, and then, how do we end? So Ganon is exiled off, and then we restore balance. We restore like the the nation, but we know there will gonna, there's going to be a future right film, and maybe in that film, Ganon is an ally. I think mm. Ga- I think Ganon is exiled. I think it's kind of like the way that Pirates ends, where it's like, oh, like. Uh, all these entities kind of came together for this journey, but now they're all going to split off again and like go live their lives Mm -hmm. a little more successfully. Mm. And maybe we'll dream of an adventure that forces them back together again. I like, I don't like, I I don't like a boring where it's like we killed Ganon and Zelda and Link are married now. Yeah. It's like, I like it if they're like, okay, now we're all off our own journeys. I would like it if Zelda does not end at the castle, but has decided to, Almost be the the lone wanderer rogue now. Arya, and, she becomes Arya. And yeah. if instead, Link is now staying at the castle. I'd like that switch to happen. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just stuff I like love that. that. Yeah. yeah. No, that's good. That's good. We don't need a Pat ending. No. no. Is that from the movie Pat? Yeah. Like yeah. when basically she realizes she's both a man and a woman. Oh. No, yeah, we don't know. need that. Don't we don't that. need that. I don't know that. the story of the <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> and then we somehow, at the, of course, a post credit sequence, uh, you know, allude to there's Linkle. <laughs> On the boat. <laughs> Linkle for the next Zelda movie. Hey, guys, here's the thing, too. Female We're, Link. Our big fight. Linkle. Yeah. <laughs> I think there should be. I think that like there should be a scene in the middle of Act Two, like half Link, half at a, Tinkle. At a, yeah, Tinkle's a real character from Hyrule Warriors. No, you oh, see, Link is like at a bar meeting with a character, and he sees Linkle across the oh, bar. Oh my! And we never mention it, and he just we just go right back. It's like a little thing. I love that. Yeah, or or maybe Linkle is more like uh, uh, Captain Fury. What's his name? Nick Fury. Nick Fury. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I do think yeah. would be like not to, not to be serious for a second, but it would be a crucial moment to making this movie work. Would be having like 
nice slow pretty moments oh yeah you know what i mean like with like music with like the beautiful koji kondo music yeah all of a sudden and like cell shaded yeah i yeah of that course. actually would like, be yeah. cool if they could figure out like a stylized version of that <laughs> i think most of the film to me feels like like you're telling this you're sh- you're showing not telling mm-hmm. you know what i mean like you're sh- you're telling the story through action and stuff and like and like watching people figuring stuff out and like and like seeing how like you know, like it a character epic. can grow without having to say mm-hmm. anything, you know, like I love like a good campfire reconnect and like everyone's telling stories right. and stuff like that. But Samurai Jack, I think was a good reference because that does that very well where that's just like him. But then it nails the battles too. It nails the battles. Right. Both. It also nails him just like eating sushi in silence. Yeah, and it's you're the like Samurai way. Yeah. Like, he understands. Yeah. He understands. Yeah, that, that, that <laughs> he exactly understands. That. Have you seen the new Samurai Jack season that came out I'm, a year ago? I am going yeah. through them right now. Holy yeah. shit! I I'm, can't wait. It's really good. I can't wait. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on season two of the show. I'm I'm like oh. watch going through it all right oh. now. Okay, so you never watched it as a kid? No, I did. I just okay. I just wanted Re- to like lead refreshing. up to it. Yeah, it's all on the Adult Swim app. That's so you can good watch, to yeah. do actually because it will make the new season like even more emotional. If you remember the Scotsman, or yes, if you remember right. like the, the bounty hunters, or the because they, they they have tertiary returns that like are meaningful. That's great. I can't um, wait. It's great. Uh, well, guys, that's going to do it for Video Games, a comedy show. Thank you so much for listening to our uh, our Legend of Zelda, the f- movie, the screenplay. Uh, I think we kind of fucking nailed it yeah. a little bit. Like, I, I feel like after this conversation, a l- I'd be a little bit more equipped to start writing the film. I'll be yeah. honest, guys. It feels like a, a sophomore slump compared to our Death Stranding script. It does feel like but that. But it's still yeah. like a 9 out of 10. It's still a 9 out of 10. That Death Stranding script was a 10 out of 10. It has, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it. Uh, yeah, uh, I think we killed off most of those characters right away. <laughs> Uh, let's go ahead and uh, just like pl- uh, plug a bunch of shit. I'm at Ocarina of Crime on Twitter. Uh, you can also follow the show at VGA Comedy Show on Twitter. You can also email us with any questions, comments, concerns. Uh, VGA Comedy Show at gmail.com. Uh, please write us a review. Uh, we'd love to just hear what you think. Even if you hate us, write us. Five stars always, but you yeah. know, you know, we'll we'll elicit the negativity from the actual review. But yeah. five stars, please. Yeah. <laughs> Jock, uh, I'm on Twitter and all the stuff at Jock Ness Monster, and uh, I want to pitch this podcast I star on regularly called Video Games a Comedy Show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give us a review on iTunes. Give us a review on iTunes. That's Hell great. Yeah. Uh, Griffin Davis, I'd like to plug Video Games a Comedy Show. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, they're new rising stars. Um, as always, Game Boys Podcast. Me and Lux, we do it every week. We've never missed a week. It really hurts to do enjoy our pain and suffering uh griffin p davis on twitter and instagram and got a new show started monthly in the los angeles area first one september 8th sunday 9 30 uh it's sketch we got a lot of fun guests we got uh brad evans nick sorelli freckle plenty other people it's gonna be a fun new show so come on out the pack theater it'll be on my instagram you guys does does the sketch show have a name uh, yes. Oh, that's important, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. It's called Nobody Yelled Me. It's Sundays at 9.30. Oh, that's great. Cool. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. very cool. Yeah, um, it's going to be a fun time. And uh, yeah, just a friendly reminder to all you toads out there. Be careful. There's uh, there's uh, sex-addicted Koopas out on the loose, okay? So just watch yourself. <laughs> cappy or no cappy, I say, you know, uh, if you see something, say something. Yeah. 
So I was going to ask, did the cappy go on to the head or the dick? The dick. It flies onto the dick to control the dick. Well, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because think about it. It's like, it's like when you throw it onto like a pole right, well, or you, something. Yeah. I mean, I was going to say, I think either could work though, yeah, right? Because yeah, your yeah, whole body work. is controlled when it's on your head. But you need that extra little bit of control and like go straight <laughs> right. to the source. It's, it's an extra bit of like <laughs> darkness to just go to the source because the body... Hates it. Hates it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>